Welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch. We have the lovely and talented Cat burning the candle at both ends. Cat, what's happening? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. Today, we're going to shout out two towns. On the small side, one is Elgin, Illinois, known for its Victorian-era architecture and landmarks, a little bit outside of Chicago. And our other city is Liberty Hill, Texas, little town 35 miles outside of Austin. Giving y'all a big round of applause. Wow, that's impressive. All right, alcohol. Alcohol is always here on the back porch. Today I've got a Stella, a Trois. If you've never tried Stella's, it's been around forever. Try it. It, It's different. It's a beer that when it hits the back of your throat, it just kind of disappears. It's weird. Kat, what you got? I have a, I'm just still rocked. I'm still rocked by Scandival. I've got a cocktail from Tom Scandival's. And Please. girlfriend's book, little cocktail book called Bitter Ex-Girlfriend. I wonder which one of them is bitter now. It's pretty sad. Pretty sad. I'm such a Bravo-holic and been watching this show for 10 years and it's like the biggest topic ever. If you ever- don't know what Kat's talking about, good. It's on Bravo. Somebody broke up it's on from the band Vanderpump or Rules. And nobody, it's crickets, who cares? All right. Today we ask the question, why do celebrities, athletes, musicians continue to hang around way past their prom? Or expiration date. Just just go away. But they won't. Okay, you're over. It's done. Take your things and go. But, but they won't. You know, in the workplace, this also happens. You got an old dude, continues to come to the office, still on the payroll, but hasn't done pretty much anything in years to contribute to the profits of the company. Won't even say hi to other employees. In a lot of cases, there's, there, you know, there's an understudy there, right, who's ready to take over. But old dude, he will not retire. He will not budge. And when sports, you, you see this played out over and over in football, it's it's usually the quarterback. And there's a long list of quarterbacks through the years that just would not hang it up. Of course, recently was Tom Brady, or as I like to call him, me, myself, and I. Now, Tom, he, he, had, to play, he had to play one more year, right? Right. It cost him his, his pride. His dignity, gazelle, is that it? Giselle? Giselle. Giselle, gazelle. She told him to, to hang it up. She told him to hang it up two years ago. And then a year ago, just stay home, be a father, be a husband, go walk the dog, take the little shit bag with you and scoop it up when he does it. Tom Brady. Bend your old ass over and pick up some dog shit. He would not do it. He would not. He went out there at age 40-something. What? How old is he? 47 or some shit? Yes. I don't know how old he is. He, You know, he looked like he was 70 out there. 
they had a losing record. Of course, he went there and won a Super Bowl, so let's let's give him praise for that. But you know, they had a losing record, and they got in the playoffs, only to lose in the first round. No, no, was it worth it? I mean, I'm sitting. The wifey's got a Vanity Fair magazine sitting on his table somewhere, and Giselle is in it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "Are you a freaking idiot, dude? <laughs> you 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 screwed that up." Is yes. ugly and broke up as he is. Tom Brady, if you look at him now, he looks like like you could just like a stick. You could just snap him over your knee and and break him in half. But um, my question is, he's supposed to go on to be a sportscaster. Well, that's the worst part of it. The all. dude has the personality of paste. I mean, again, the whole theme of this podcast. You know what is he gonna? Well, I would have done this, or I would have done that. Go. Fuck away, okay? Now, he's going to be on Fox, you know, the worst network in the history of television. Plus plenty they, of commercials to go along with. To, I don't know if he's going to commentate games or be in the, on the desk with the other 19 people at halftime. I mean, what a freaking joke, dude. Take your millions of dollars, go buy an island, and get the hell off my television screen. And here's another quarterback at the end of his rope. Aaron Rodgers. Now, I think he's 39, which isn't ancient, but in football, that's ancient. He's played 18 seasons. He's still good. Okay, he might have another couple years in him. But he's going to hit the wall, and, and nobody wants to wants to see it. It's not a pretty picture. And, again, dude, he, he, there's something about him that that is freaking creepy. I don't know what it is. I, I think it's his his dating patterns or habits. Okay, he was with Danica Patrick for two years. Now, that's two years of his life. He'll never get back. And then he quickly got engaged to, and this has nothing to do with football. I'm just talking about what's what's in between this dude's life. ears, man. What is he thinking? Uh, what is it? Shh. I don't know, Shalene Woodley, what's her name? Shalene Woodley. I, I mean, how inappropriate was that? Okay, right after he broke up with Danica, he puts a rock on this girl's finger, like the next uh, full moon cycle, and they're standing there with their arm around each other. It, it, it looked like he was dating his sister. I mean, come on, dude, what are you doing? I mean, the Packers finally were tired of being embarrassed by this dude's act. And let's not forget, after the Woodley girl, he ended up sitting courtside at a basketball game with the lady of the blue electric of the light of something. I mean, this chick didn't even have a name. It was, I don't know what she was a baton twirler or a hula hoops or I don't know what she was into. I mean, what, dude, what are you doing, man? I think man? she had the same fame amount as Elon Musk's ex-wife. Good gosh. Dude, and now he's been traded to the New York Jets. Oh, boy. Which, you see, if anybody knows about being New York Jets or Giants, you have a lot of eyes on you, well, a that, lot of press. Well, that's what he, to me, 
like I said, there's something weird between these dudes. And New ears. York press isn't always very nice to you either. Okay. He either wanted, I guarantee you, he wanted to go to L.A. or New York. I don't know if he wants to start an acting career. I wish him luck because he's acting like he's trying to be a normal human being, but he's not. There's something weird with this dude. But anyway, he's going to the Jets. We'll see what happens. I don't understand that because they just had a got drafted a young court, uh, quarterback, what, last year, year before and, and he young, only got to play like half the season last year. And the young and quarterback is acting like, well, he can carry my jock strap if he wants to. I don't know. I, I hope the whole, the whole thing blows up. Who knows Aaron, if Aaron takes him to the Super Bowl, I am prepared to eat crow. Please send it in the mail. We are at P.O. Box. Boop, boop, boop. Rock mail. Boop, boop. And send it to me. I will eat the crow. All right, next athlete that everyone is really tired of, and this is this is LeBron James. This Lord dude, have mercy, thirty-eight years old, grandfather time was catching up with him. Get him off of the basketball court. I can't take another sec. I don't even watch the shit. It's unwatchable to start with. But here's the kicker: don't tell me I'm wrong. The NBA National Basketball Association they cannot wait. To see him go away. Oh, I they, mean, they, he's been known more for, lately for attending the Suns high school basketball games and well, doing he, what he does on the court. He he plays thirty two games a year, if that, and of course he willed them into the playoffs. Which right now I don't know when this podcast is coming up. They're in the playoffs. I think it's going to take out Memphis in the first round. But it, it's all smoke and mirrors. The other, I mean, I watched. They they were up. I think two games to one or something the other night, and they could have just squashed Memphis, just stepped on their head and got rid of them. And instead they went out there and stood there like statues and watched Memphis score 120 points. And LeBron James, I watched it. Oh, he came down the court and stood in one spot, like his feet were in cement and just stood there and did nothing over and over again. Again, it's, it's, it's a joke. LeBron James meditation hyperbaric chamber just don't seem to be working. LeBron James, he one man ruined the association, and he ruined it. And you already know the story. He 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 created an all star team in Cleveland, an all star team in Miami. He tried to do it in L.A. It's they'll never call him a Laker. I don't care how many championships he wins there, dude. Pick it up, take it, and go away. Let's move on to NASCAR, one of my favorite sporting oh events. Oh, boy. All right, we got Jimmy Johnson. Now, he seems like a decent dude. Uh, won six or seven championships back in, like, 2006 through 2015 or something. Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss. Now, Chad Knauss was his crew chief, and they got caught cheating I don't know, over and over and over and over and over again and never got punished for it because NASCAR is not going to punish a car, take a car off a track that's got Lowe's painted on the front of it. Of course, they don't have Lowe's. What what do they got? The sponsors now are Jim's Trash Pickup. I mean, (laughs) that shit show is a joke. Now, now Jimmy, he he, he left, went and... Drove, I don't know, Indy cars or something. Right. And went out there and rode around in last place like Danica Patrick used to do. And it was. Maybe middle of the pack. Maybe middle of the pack. It was pretty much a disaster. I have nothing personal against Jimmy Johnson. I'm just saying, dude, you left NASCAR. 
Take your bags and go. Now, he's coming back this year to just run a couple races. For freaking what? For what? It, it's no point. The fans, the fans just love it. What, what goes on in these cats' heads where they can't just, just go water skiing? Just go, just go play some golf. Go the fuck away. It's it's unreal what is I mean, in these cats' think heads. About most gymnasts are retired by, what, 22? They don't really do any tumbling, usually after 22. I don't know. But if, if you've got a career that goes past 40 in any sport, I think you're golden. I mean, you got a bunch of punks waiting to get a ride, right? Right. And and here he comes, and I'm just going to go ahead and uh, take a couple laps around a couple of a couple races. It doesn't really mean anything. It's just the crowd can. Hey, remember Jimmy Johnson? Like, hey, whatever. All right, we can't let this thing go with the Just Go Away podcast without the king of it all, and that that's Tiger Woods. Oh, now, now holy smoke, man. This dude, Tig is 47. I take it back. I think Brady was only 40. Brady was 40. Tiger is 47. And he does look like he's 74. It's hard to watch. Um, Dude can barely bend over and put the T in the ground. He's had so many surgeries. And the thing is, Tig played golf. Okay? He didn't play football or rugby. Okay? He played golf. But then again... I think some of his back problems came from his trouble behind the wheel. Now, what I thought was strange was when the Live Golf started. And if you haven't watched the Live on the CW, check it out. It's Rockstar Golf. There's music blaring in the background. There's, There's honeys, shorts there's involved. And it's good golf. That's the other thing. These guys are good. And the thing moves. It keeps moving. You're not like... Listening to Jim Nance. God, I wish he would go away. That's another one. I should have put him on here. Jim Nance beat it. So all of a sudden, Tiger Woods starts yakking it up on the tour. You know, he's PGA's. They're putting him on the commercials and all this. This is a dude that treated everybody on that tour like shit when he was winning everything. And now that he's all broke up and they're starting to lose their stars, we're going to push the Tiger back out there. But I'm gonna tell you what he went out there. Was was it the Masters yes, that he played? The Masters. He actually made the cut. He looked, but painful. then the, it was raining like brick bats, right, or something. Yes. And he went out there and said, "Yeah, nah, I got a lot of money in the bank. My back hurts." He started limping. He's done it over and over again. He just pieced the hell out. So there you go. You know, tie back on the Gulf Stream. He goes. Look, dude, it's not a good look. Tiger Woods, please, please. Just go away. Continuing on, we're going to move from athletics to our other favorite topic, and that's the music world. Okay, there's a whole list of bands that I want to go away. Now, <laughs> let's start with some bands that tried to make a comeback. Okay, in the country world, there was this band called Sugarland. Now, Kat knows the lady from Sugarland because she's the mouthpiece on your, what is it, Farmer's Looking for? Farmer a, Wants a Wife. Farmer's Looking for a Work Hand. That's what he's looking for. 
So I mean, Cassie Joe left this week. So I just don't the, know how they're going to survive. I don't know who sat in the in the boardroom up there at Columbia Records and said, "Let's give Sugarland another go." Okay, they sat out for a while, did some solo stuff, and then put out an album, Crickets. Did some shows, nothing. Okay, it it kind of reminded me of when Gwen Stefani, who I still can't believe is married to Blake Shelton. God. I'm glad they're too old to have kids. That would be that would not be good. It, Gwen got back with No Doubt, who made a crappy album after they got back, and that resulted in crickets. And and speaking of Blake Shelton, please can he can he please go away? I know he's leaving the View or the Voice or whatever one of those the crappy voice. shows. Off. Who gives a shit? I mean, his last string of songs they put on the radio are they're just bad. Okay, go the away. Now, the other day on MTV, I saw a new, er, same old crappy band from the 90s. It took me a minute to figure it out, but it was Limp Biscuit. Oh, my Lord. That's right. I said Limpy Biscuit. I mean, it was, and it was just as bad as the shit they put out in the 90s. I mean, look, no band from the 90s should make a comeback. Okay, the list of shitty bands that were on the radio and on MTV in the 90s, I mean, Alien Ant Farm and Avenged Sevenfold, Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, that piece of shit, he should be in jail. Slipknot, nothing like watching 20 dudes dressed up for Halloween, you know, beating on some trash cans. I mean, the worst racket you've ever heard. Now, the 90s were a disaster for popular and rock music. Well, okay. My only exception on that is power, female-driven dance music, which Viola Davis had on her Instagram the other day. All these songs from the 90s that were black female-driven songs, and they were great. They were great songs. Every one of them had the same beat. Yeah, no, but your sister here did dance to it a little bit. You know, here's some other bands. Seriously, Rumors of Foreigner. Genesis. Yikes. Going back on the road, make it stop. I mean, these old coots. Was the pandemic that bad? They will not go away. I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but it's too easy. You know, the Def Def Leopard Motley Crue Circus is coming to a town near you. Is it Stadium Tour Part 2? Deuces? You've got to be kidding. I mean, who buys a ticket? You know, it's sort of like, you in, know, in, I just saw a foreigner last night. <laughs> it, it's it's like uh, like politics. Everybody wants to bitch about this senator and this delegate and this governor and this mayor. It, look, I don't I don't care about them. They they don't bother me. It's the ones that go in there and vote for them. They're the ones you want to grab them by the shoulders and you shake them. Like, IQ what are you doing? Test. And that's the same thing for the crew. The crew. If nobody buys a ticket, they will go away. So that's the ones I blame. Now, on a local level, on the just go away, we have some newscasters out here on our local CBS, ABC, NBC networks that need to beat it. And some of these dudes show up for the afternoon newscast with about three pounds of makeup on their face to fill in all the cracks. I mean, some of these old dudes have been on television for like 30 years. Go the bleep away. I mean, there's young guys and gals graduating from 
what is it, communication BC class. They got communication degrees. And every year they're looking for, you know, a good gig. But they can't get a sniff because Grandpa, you know, he won't let it go. And I'm not kidding. We got some blue hairs on the news desk out here that need to freaking go away. And you might have the same scenario at your workplace. You know, you've been working there for years. You're doing everything right. You can't get promoted to the next rung. And because they still old won't dude talk to you. Who should have retired like five years ago will not go away. Well, I can tell you what, they ain't going to have to tell me when I'm old and slow and can't do my job the way it should be done. I'm ready to beat it. Hell, I'm ready to go now. All right, let's roll right into one tough, awesome lady. This week, it's Jessica Cox, 40 years old from Sierra Vista, Arizona. If you're from Sierra Vista, you probably already know who Jessica Cox is. If you're not from Sierra Vista, you need to know who Jessica Cox is. Born without arms due to a rare birth defect, she can drive a freaking car, okay? Type on a keyboard, put on, remove her contact lenses. I can't do it. Jessica is a certified scuba diver. She can do a lot of things that people with arms can't do. But here's the kicker. Jessica Cox is the world's first licensed armless pilot. It's not how does she do it. It's how did she even think to do it, right? Would you get in a plane with limited abilities and let's get this thing off the ground? That's how brave, how badass. But that's your perception of her that she's... She doesn't perceive it. I mean, she's the first armless black belt in Taekwondo. Right. It goes on and on the achievements this lady has made. And that's what makes Jessica Cox one tough, awesome lady. Sound effects person is fired. I am doing my best. Okay. So... As some people know, I really do like documentaries. And one of the ones I watched, it was on HBO, it's called All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. It's about this one photographer's crusade to try, her last name's Goldwyn, to try and get museums not to take money from the Sackler family, who were all involved in the um, opioid crisis. The Purdue Pharma is the Sackler family. And in her crusade, first of all, she tried to get them not to accept money from the family. And then her next part of her crusade, she got them to take their names off of museums. Like the Met, you know, the Louvre accepted money from them. And and she won this battle. And also there's parallels also with this battle of her trying to get, you know, her fight with addiction and in institutions trying to take money for the opioid crisis. It's also a parallel of her friends that were dying of AIDS back in the eighties, that there it's a wonderful documentary. What was it on? It was on HBO. It's won. It's won 32 awards. It's been nominated 48 times, different 
documentaries. If you only watch one documentary this year, this is the one to watch. It's called All the Beauty in the Bloodshed. All the Beauty in the Bloodshed. And you can find it on HBO Max. Give it a a look-see. All right. Here we go. Let's get the party started. He's ready for a party, people. With shot of the week. This week, it's the tequila shot. Why not? Why not? Tequila shot. Tequila is excellent, right, for shooting. It is. You, you have the uh, Blanco, which is aged the least and has the sharpest bite. And then you got the Anejo. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to pronounce the other one. Respositus, Respasado. Right. I don't know. Which, they're a little better quality. They're cleaner agave. Yeah. All right. If if you're a professional tequila shooter, you know the deal. But And you don't have to do this, but old school, okay, it goes lick, shoot, and suck. Hmm. Okay, I'll move on. All right, dump a little salt <laughs> on your wrist. We've all done it, right? Everybody's done it, at least on your 21st first birthday. You have to do this. It's mandatory. Dump a little salt on your wrist wrist lick it off down your shot of tequila and then suck on a lime wedge it's not that hard it's really not that bad i as you've heard i'm not a tequila guy at all but that's not a bad shot no Uh, if i'm having margaritas i like to have lime flavored chips with it so okay it's a good combo salty lime it's fun at a party but i have seen many a man and woman crumble during the Rumble. tequila shots. All right, Kat, we got them here. They're poured up. What, what, what tequila did we get? Which one do we have? 1800? Yeah, looks like it. All right, cool. All right, let me do the salt. Mom is ready. Down the hatch, baby. <sighs> yeah. It's, it still tastes like tequila. <laughs> it's been a while. All right, today we were bumpered in with a band I have become obsessed with. He's and again, obsessed. I all, I'm a little slow to catch on sometimes. Tardy to the party he is. But they are called Lord Huron. Formed in 2010 from L.A., California. The creation of Ben Schneider, who grew up on Lake Huron, Huron. in Michigan. Michigander. Hence the name. Mark on drums, Miguel on bass, Tom on guitar. I love it. A little tardy to picking up on these guys. I heard some stuff by Lord Huron, I don't know, way back. But I didn't really pay much attention to it, but I'm paying attention to it now. They're starting their tour May 24th in Redding Civic Center in Redding, California. I, I want to go. I, I know this song is like six years old. But the song that we bumpered in today was the night we met. Sorry, we did not bumper that song in. We did Wait by Wait the River. Wait by the River, son. But the song that, that kept coming up on my serious, Dawn, what is it? Alexa, whatever that thing is. Alexa, play something. This song, The Night We Met, kept coming on. Making her your And I'm like, I'm like, this, this, this is really good. And so then I, do, I dove into Lord Huron, and I'm glad I did. Um, Wait by the River. The song we did bumper in is freaking awesome. I lied. Um, long lost. 
I keep listening to that song so, over and over again. Long lost. Ca- what? Ca- I mean, babe, what could you compare them to? Is there I don't any even comparison? know. It, it, well, they're maybe My Morning Jacket, which is a great band. Fleet Foxes is a little of that sound in there. I, I would say. Oh, another recommendation is the Beach Boys tribute with uh, several bands <laughs> making its way on MTV. Don't interrupt Lord Huron for the meager Beach Boys. Okay, (laughs) this band is going to be bigger. Okay, they've only released four albums in like the last, I don't know, 12, 13 years or whatever, which that is how you should do it, right? No overkill, no releasing a bunch of rushed garbage, taking their time, take your time, doing it right. Again, it, it feels like. It has like a little Western something to it. Right. I don't know what that is. A little jingle but jangle. He, he, the, you gotta, I'll say this till the day I die. You got to listen to the lyrics. Okay. I just, I, I think they're great. I want to go see them. As always, we say check out Band of the Week wherever you get your music. I am very serious this time. Check out Lord Huron wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya.